Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? This is the 90210 show presented by Massive Late Fee. It is September 21st, 1995. And guess what, everybody? We watched another episode of 90210. We did, but first... What? We got responses on our contest that we had. Remember that? Uh-huh. <laughs> you want to say anything else about it or just... Yeah, but I'm not sure what... I mean, we already announced the winners. We did. We announced the winners and we got responses from two people. That's true. We didn't get responses. We did not get a response from, from the second prize winner. Correct. We we got the response from our grand prize winner, Anne, who is taking home the 90210 dolls. We got a response from our third prize winner. Melanie. Oh, yeah. Who is taking home the trivia game. So congratulations, ladies. But we did not hear from Emily Gagliano. Oh, Ms. Gagliano, you're missing out. I'm sorry. You can't get to the beach towel, apparently, because we don't know where you are in the world. So what we're going to do is real quick, before we get into this uh, 90210 episode, since you wanted to do it at the beginning last time, I assume we should probably do it at the beginning this time as well. Sure. So we're... To give the people what they're waiting for. Yeah, you think so? Are they waiting for this? No, because nobody but Melanie, no, not Melanie, what's her name? Emily. Gagliano. Yeah. Uh, knows that she missed it, and she doesn't know either because she missed it. So. All right, so we're going to choose one more winner at random, and they will be the winners. So, Stephanie Baker. I like that name. If you're out there. Uh, Miss Stephanie Baker, you have won a beach towel from 90210. Congratulations, Stephanie. Now, she is in, I'm not going to say the city. Okay. Because I don't want to be that guy. But she's in. <laughs> Hunt her down and steal her beach towel. She's in Stephanie. Miss Stephanie Baker is in Arizona. Ooh. So she could probably use the beach towel, right? In the desert? But, I mean, they've got lakes out there, right? Don't they? It's a desert. There's no lake. There's no she, man-made lake. I'm sure there's lots of pools. And, there you go. Um, she could use it to, you know, uh, lay out in the sun. Lay out in the desert and avoid rattlesnakes and <laughs> and tarantulas and whatever else. I'm sure she'll find good use for it. Well, Stephanie, you, you have uh, written in to... Subscribe to our our tape distribution network, and since you describe and since you subscribed, uh, and I'm, I, I they they don't grow apples out there in Arizona, do they? No, but no, I, do they I think grow she anything? she likes apples though. It's the desert. No, <laughs> anyway, Stephanie, because of that, you have won the nine hundred two one zero beach towel. So Stephanie, write to us at. Uh, what is it? Late fee nineteen ninety four at AOL dot 
com, or you can go to RetroLateFee.com and use the little contact thing there and contact us, and you will get your beach towel sent right to you. So, Stephanie Baker from Arizona. So, you have one day. One day. No, sorry. <laughs> you have one hour, Stephanie. Get on it. <laughs> you have one week. <laughs> One week. If you have not contacted us by the time we are recording our next episode, you are SOL. Yeah. We'll have to pick somebody else to get this peach towel. Eventually, it might just go to us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We'll, we'll find somebody to take this peach towel off our hands for us. Sure. But anyway, yeah, write to us with your, butt. Write to us with your address, and we will mail it out to you. That's how nice we are. Stephanie Baker. I really do like that name. It's very, like, American Pie. Mm-hmm. It is a good name. Yeah. Stephanie, Stephanie Baker Pie. <laughs> Apple Pie. Yes. Subscribe for Apple Pie. Apple Pie. Now I want pie. <laughs> you gotta take me out for pie. Okay. We went out uh, for bowling. We did. Bowling's fun. I love bowling. Yeah. I love bowling because it's all smoky, and I can pretend that, you know, actually, I'm not pretending. I can just smoke because, you know, it's 1995 and everybody smokes. I'm sorry. Right. (laughs) What are you sorry about? (laughs) Because I quit. Yeah. I know, but it's... It's too easy. Too easy to quit or too easy to smoke? It's too easy to get cigarettes. It is very easy to get cigarettes. Especially the bowling alley. It's hard to not smoke. That smells so good. Am I weird? Like, I think cigarette smoke smells good. I think most people don't. So, yes, you're weird. <laughs> it's okay. I'll take it. Speaking of weird, though, what happened on 90210 this week? This episode really fucking disturbed me. Did it? It disturbed you? It disturbed More me. More than the movie we're going to talk about tomorrow. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing disturbed me more than that. But I'm really disappointed in Dylan. I wish somebody would take Jim and put him up. I've been disappointed with Jim. Okay, Jim can go to hell. But Dylan also upset me this episode. Ooh, Dylan upset you. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear about this. <laughs> well, no, it's just, okay. Jim. It's the golden boy. Is like the fucking Antichrist at this point. <laughs> and he decides to freeze Dylan's assets and accuse him of statutory rape. Like, come on. Going a little far here. Technically, he is guilty of statutory Apparently, rape. I didn't realize that he's 18, but what, what strict laws must have? But she's 17. Have? Yeah, I mean, it seems ridiculous. I don't think that's necessarily legally accurate. Yeah. So Jim's like, tell the angels in heaven. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, as long as, you know, you're continuing to engage in statutory rape and harboring a minor, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to be able to. Oh, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. He is. He's a total piece of shit. But Dylan says that's blackmail, which is tra- technically not correct. It's extortion. But he's already tired of her. Yeah. Like, he's like, you don't even have to push this hard, man. How long? I mean, he didn't come out and say it, but he said it. How long do you think they've been living together? A week? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what the fuck, Dylan? It's already done. Yeah. How dare she clean his house and cook dinner and do his laundry. Right? That's why he's angry. 
Yeah, because he doesn't. He he's not used to having a mom, and you know she's acting like a mom. He's angry that none of this is ever really stated. At one point, he's like, "Oh, we should just relax or whatever," and he throws the magazines around the room, indicating that he would rather have his apartment be dirty. House. Whatever that he'd rather have his house be dirty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's right before, you know, they're going to have sex, like, because she hasn't been sleeping with him because she's depressed. Mm-hmm. Like, what was it? Her who, who pointed out that she cleans when she's depressed? Her brother? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Dylan, don't be an ass. Like, she's not sleeping with you, so you're bored and you're done now. Like, she's sad. She's having a rough time. Yeah. Looks like he's going to be moving on. <sighs> I hate him. I hate him so much. I really do. I mean, she's fighting with her family over him, for him, because she loves him. And he's just like, uh, you're around too much, and I'm not getting my dick wet, so. <laughs> Gotta move it along. Wow. I mean, yeah, okay, they're still together, whatever, but he's for going now. along with this conspiracy shit with her parents, and I don't like it. Yeah, Jim's like, hey. If you will help us convince her to go to Paris, because Kelly doesn't want to go to Paris anymore because Kelly's fallen in love with her baby sister. Which is cute. That's yeah. sweet. I get that. We get a lot of sh- over overhead shots looking down at the baby work where cute. we can also see the uh, Kelly's cleavage. <laughs> I want to hold baby. <gasps> you dick. You didn't notice that? No. <laughs> you, you did? You didn't notice that every overhead shot she's holding the baby? And she's wearing an open blouse so you can see her cleavage? No. That's so not appropriate. I assume that's why they framed it the way they did. Huh. You could have easily framed out her cleavage. You know, mostly girls watch the show, so I don't know why they're all like, hey, check out her cleavage. Girls like cleavage, too. I don't like cleavage that much. I like boobs, but I'm not that into cleavage. Like, guys like cleavage because it's like the hint of boobs, and that's exciting. Like, we know boobs. We we don't need the hint. (laughs) We're very aware of what is down the shirt. That should be the tagline for 90210. We know boobs. We don't need the hint. But yeah, so she's going to stay home. And her mom She writes slogans for the female gender. Right. Kelly's mom has lucked out so hard, though, with this baby. Oh, yeah. Because Kelly is like, oh, yeah, I just feed her at 4 o'clock in the morning and let mom sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. Every person should have a teenage daughter when they have a baby. Apparently. I mean, that, <laughs> that just seems to make sense now. I don't know that a lot of teenage daughters would react the same way that Kelly is, though. Right. Well, and right now she doesn't have school and she doesn't have a job. And I don't think she has a boyfriend because it sounds like maybe her and Jake are not working out. She doesn't have a boyfriend right now, but maybe she will. Maybe she will. Fucking asshole. Go ahead. So... So she's staying home. She's not going to Paris anymore. And Brenda's family gets wind of this. And they're like, oh, there's an opening on a Paris trip. Let's send her there. Right. So that's that's the plan is let's invite her to Paris. And Dylan, you don't stand in our way and I'll let you have your money back. Yeah. Even help us convince her to go and we'll give you your money back. Which he does. Yeah. And he go, the, gleefully goes along with it because he doesn't want her there anymore. Yeah, he wants her out of his house. And at the end of the episode, he's like, if uh, you want something from me in the future, just ask me instead of, you know, whatever, playing games. So basically, he would have done it without them holding the money over his head. He said it's because it was the best thing for Brenda. That's not true. 
That's not true at all. He is just a selfish fucking prick. She asked him when he was going to be home one night. And he's like, whenever. Where are you going? Uh, out. Like like a fucking, like like he's a kid talking to his mom. I'm, I'm going to play. I'm going bowling with the guys. Why doesn't he take her with him when he's going out somewhere? And like she asked him to go to the store and he acts like this is the worst thing he's been asked. Oh, my God. Pick up some milk. You fucked hard. Brando, why didn't you go? In what car? Yeah. You were gone all day. He takes the car and he leaves all day. It is really weird. Like who? Why does he? He doesn't have a job. He's how does not in school? What does he just leaves her there by herself all day? How does their relationship devolve so quickly? <sighs> by the way, they're going into their senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's finishing his senior year of high school. I guess he's a year ahead of them. It was never really established. Well, but- he didn't like w- there was no graduation ceremony or anything. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, because it's the summer now, right? And their thing. So, is he graduating? Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with him. Yeah, If he's in their grade, why is he such a different age than them? Maybe he got held back. I guess. He's trying to hold hold Brenda back. Like, I'll be 19 when I graduate. Yep. You will be. Or already were. (laughs) However you want to look at it. Right. So. It happens. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah, they're falling apart. He goes along with the plan to get her out of the house. Donna is all, like, falling apart and in tears because she's going to miss David. Right. And he seems a little irritated with her, too. Uh, I mean, maybe a little bit. But, like, he has to do summer school because she's like, I should just stay with you or you should come with me or, you know, whatever. But he's got stuff to do. He's got stuff to work on. He wants to graduate early. They're trying to move him up yes. into their grade. Yes, they are. They didn't realize at the beginning that he was going to become a part of this cast. Right. And they're like, oh, fuck. Now we got to get him in the same grade. So, yeah, somehow he's, he's going to become a senior now. He's talking about grad. he wants to graduate early and all this stuff. So Dylan's uh, a year older than them and in the same grade. And David's a year younger. And, and the rest also, of them are 17. Yeah. And He's seniors. 16. Yeah. The other one's 18, I guess. So that that makes sense, I guess. So Donna's going to Paris now all by herself. So she's very upset about that. And then Brenda is going to go with her. Now, her, Brenda's mother claims that she had an opportunity to go study abroad, but instead... Instead, Jim put his dick inside her. Yeah, she got pregnant. I think just she started dating him and Whatever. she was like, uh, you know, I can have, I'll have so much time to, to travel. And Jim apparently doesn't like to go anywhere. So yeah, like they have money. Take her to Paris, you dick. Jim's, Jim's idea of an exotic vacation is to Palm Springs. Milwaukee. <laughs> Your joke was funnier than mine. I win. So yeah, um, she's, like living vicariously through Brenda. She didn't really seem as much like on Jim's side through any of this, so I kind of believe her. Like maybe her intentions are good. I guess. I don't know. But definitely Dylan and Jim, not good. Jim is just, I mean, I he he's so aggressively wrong in everything that he does. Yeah. What he does is illegal. Yeah. He's supposed to be, like, in charge of Dylan's trust fund. You can't just cut him off. Dylan could go to his bosses and tell him what Jim said to him, and Jim would could get fired. Oh, and he should. Except then they'd have to go back to 
Minnesota. You know? yeah. Wherever the hell they came from. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth circle of hell. Right? So, yeah, that's what's happening right now. Kelly talks a little bit about Jake. Very briefly. We haven't... See, the problem is, is we would have to go... I don't know if Blockbuster has Melrose Place season tapes or not. If they do, I would be willing to rent it. But if they don't, I don't know that I want to buy it because I don't know that I would like the show. But I wouldn't mind seeing... I talked to... We talked to a friend of ours that watches Melrose Place. And they were like, oh, yeah, Kelly was on the first couple episodes of Melrose Place, you know, when it premiered. So... And then Jake just breaks up with her. I, I think. think so, yeah. But like I like I said, I wouldn't mind watching it, but unfortunately we're not like these are these are three year old episodes. Yeah. They're not on the, the air anymore. Some kinda some kind of you know, crossover thing occurs there. So yeah, that that's what gets one. Melrose Place off the ground. Mm-hmm. And now they're just like, Oh, Jake's not a part of things for her. So she's just floating along. And where's she gonna land? Whose dick is she going to land on? Looks like. It looks like at the end of the episode, it looks like Dylan's, yes. Yeah, Dylan all of a sudden is like, oh, a pretty blonde girl. Yeah, they're walking off together talking. Everybody else goes in a different direction. What the fuck, guys? I don't know exactly. And, and Brenda sees it. Yeah, she's she, like looking at the window, just look at her face is just slowly falling. And she's like, what have I done? He says, don't fall in love with anybody while you're in Paris. And yeah. she goes, the same goes for you. But guess what? He's not in Paris. So and, he's going to use that technicality. Yeah. And, you know, Kelly had a thing for him in the beginning. Yeah, she talked about it before. She was all staring at him and stuff, and then he started staring at Brenda. And Kelly's just like, you know, any any port in a storm, as long as it's not Steve. Basically. <laughs> her and Steve slept together, too, right? Well, her and Steve used to date before the show started. Right, but I mean, it's not, I mean, they, they did have sex. I would assume so, yeah. Okay. It seems like it. So, yeah, she's... He so talks then, about how easy she is and stuff like that. So. And we know in the fifth season she has sex with um, Brandon at the very end. Mm-hmm. So if she also has sex with Dylan, who is that leaving well, out? Only David. David. Only David, who had a huge crush on her in the beginning. But now they're pseudo-related. Maybe there will be a drunken night. Who knows? Maybe oh, she'll my God. with all of them. Drunken night. What, what about Jim? <laughs> oh, she God. She sleeps with Jim one night. Jim doesn't deserve anyone, okay? He, his wife should leave him. I agree. I hate him. I'm glad that she probably did some uh, over-the-clothes, you know, stuff with that one guy. Her, her ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. that came into that. Uh... Yeah, you deserved it, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> What an asshole he is in this in this whole thing. Yeah. And let's see, Brandon's at the beach club. Yeah. Well, this is, Brandon is, Brandon finds, Brandon and Steve find twins. Yeah. I didn't like this storyline very it much. It was so weird. The one twin is, I think it's played by real life twins. Yeah. The one twin is, I can't remember her real name, but she played Tori on that season of Say by the Bell where... Elizabeth Berkeley and Tiffany Amber Thiessen were holding out for better contracts. You know, I really, really think that actress is a lesbian. Okay. Because. She reminds you of Joe from the Facts of Life. Because with Tori's character at Saved by the Bell. Hey, Zach. She was a little bit tough, right? Yeah, she was and the she, tough girl. She like walked and talked tough. and Leather jacket, but yeah. she had a huge crush on, on 
Tom Cruise. No, but, she had a huge crush on Zach. But in this in this episode, she's supposed to be feminine. Mm-hmm. But she's still tough. No, she's still she's still talking like yeah. Uh, I am Rory. It's yeah. <laughs> You dumb bastard! Like the way she moves is very masculine. Like she, she seems like a a very tough, tough girl. She's got, she's got a you know a little bit of a biker to her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe she's just a tomboy. I don't know, but she is not feminine. No, no offense, but you're not feminine. So somehow she frequently sick from eating crabs and stuff too. Somehow she uh, attracts Steve and Brandon. Well. Brandon meets the other one. Yeah. Uh, actress, I don't know her name either, but I think she's also a twin. Yeah. Or, they, or they look a lot alike, one of the two. But he meets her, and is all they're all flirty, flirty. And Steve meets the other one. Now, we don't know. It looks like it's the same girl. Yeah, at first it's like they're going to end up fighting over a girl. Yeah, Steve's like, oh, no, is it her? And he's like, yeah, that's her. And he's like, oh, she asked me out too. Well, fine, you go. I'm not fighting you. Brandon, because I know what's going to happen. Steve's Steve's self-esteem is such yeah. in the toilet right now. Poor Steve. He's like, I'm not fighting you for a girl, Brandon, and everything. And Brandon's like, you know, in this country, women are allowed to decide or whatever who they go out with. But here's the thing. The scenario that was painted was that Steve asked this girl out for a date tonight, and she said yes. Brandon They've been flirting, but she hasn't asked her out yet. Right. So, Brandon, she did decide. Right. If it was the same girl, which it's not, but she did decide. So, just, you should back off. If your buddy already asked this girl on a date and she said yes. For sure. Why would you be going after her? But, as it turns out, she walks past and the one girl walks past. She's like, see you tonight, Steve. And the other girl's still there. And they look at each other. And then they look right at the camera, and then they put a piece of gum in their mouth at the same time, and they go, twins! <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cheesy. Uh, so, yeah, they're dating twins. And Steve wants to pull the old switcheroo, which is so weird. It's like the reverse switcheroo. Yeah. Because usually it's the twins switching themselves without the knowledge of the other party, so they can both fuck the... Their, same their, person, their, which yeah. is kind of weird. I, I, I knew... Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't tell this story. I'm not going to use names. But I knew these two twin girls that were both married to different guys, obviously. And but they were all friends. They're like the guys were friends, they were friends and everything. Uh-huh. And one night they the girls decided to switch to see if their husbands would notice. That's awful. And they ended up sleeping with each other's husbands. That's awful. And they told me about it. But they never told anybody else about it. Well, I bet they did. Well, they didn't tell their husbands about it. That's not right. They're poor husbands. Do you think their husbands would be that upset? Yeah. Okay. I would be. I mean, because it's like, it's like almost like rape. Like, I mean, you're having sex with somebody you don't know that you're having right. sex with them. Yeah. It's like in a movie where like, uh, you know, someone can be like a shapeshifter. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a, that's a really big violation. Yeah. So they decide to try the old switcheroo, whatever. But Brandon's like, you know what? As a a self-respecting twin, I can't do that. Well, Steve says, mine's a dud. She got sick on the crabs. She had a sinusitis infection or something like that. The other night, too, I've tried to date her twice. She's always sick. 
this sucks. I want to try the other twin. Basically, is what Steve says. He's like, I'll call her up and see if she's into it. So he does. He calls him up, and he's like, okay, you know, cool. So, like, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Fucking Brandon will go out with the other one, then I'll go out with you. Mm-hmm. And they agree to it, and Brandon's like, how did you even know that they would agree to it? He's like, hey, I know, you know, or whatever. I know L.A. I know the depraved people that live here. <laughs> or no, they're from Florida. I know the depraved people from Florida. <laughs> So one comes up to Brandon and Brandon's like, look, you know, I can't really do. And then he looks at it. He's like, you're not uh, the other one, Rory, I think, or whatever. And how would he know after just a couple of days? Come on. Oh, he's got twin dar. Yeah, whatever. Because he's also a twin. I mean. He's not an identical twin, but somehow he knows. I'm sorry. It takes long. It takes longer than that to be able to tell twins apart. I will say this. Uh, the, the city that, that I am from. I think there's something in the water or there's been a ton of inbreeding or something like that. But there's a lot of twins, an inordinate amount of twins okay. in our small little town. And I knew two other twins. These twins were male. I won't say their names either. Would it be weird if they hooked up with the females? Oh, that would be weird. But you know what? It's weird because there are a ton of twins. But I don't know that that's ever happened. I don't know that two, like, families get together a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, there's families that go back generations from this town. And different families, like, will hook up together, like, from generations past and everything. But I don't know that two twins have ever married two other sets of twins. Not that I'm aware of, anyway. But anyway, these two male twins, you, I couldn't tell them apart at all when I first started hanging out with them. Like, we were friends for... Like a couple summers, like straight, right? A couple years straight, I guess. Um, but I couldn't tell them apart. After like six months, seven months in, I couldn't understand how anyone could not tell them apart. Right. It's so weird. It's like one of those those magic eye pictures where you like <laughs> you you know you relax your eyes or whatever, and the picture comes out and stuff. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Those are popular now. It, it's like one of those where I can never make it work. I, I can't either. But it's like one of those where once you see it, it's like, oh, well, of course that, you know, there there are so many differences in their faces, but they're all like super subtle. Yeah. But it's weird. But yeah, you're right. I don't think he'd be able to tell after like two dates. But anyway, he makes her day because he can tell. So I'm sure, you know, she wanted to like fuck him that night because that would be. Oh, yeah. He definitely super extra special that he could tell it was her. He definitely hooked up. Um, But he's like, what's going on? And she's like, well, we're teaching him a lesson because he's a fucking pig. So Steve thinks he's with this other girl who he has not dated, right? He thinks mm-hmm. this is their first date. Yeah. His idea of a first date for her, because she's not a dud, is to take her back to the cabana and try to fuck her. Yeah. A while asshole. The entire time talking shit about her twin yeah. sister. Who how is, is this the girl he's with? How is this gonna even if even if they were even if she was the other one? How does he think this is going to ingratiate her into great? Yeah, ingratiate him to her by saying like, "Oh yeah, your sister's a piece of fucking garbage." I wouldn't touch her with a ten foot pole. You're way prettier. Right. Fuck her. Like that's even that's her sister. Yeah, it's so dumb. No Steve's good. such a moronic douchebag. But she starts making out with him, so he thinks he's going to get lucky. Oh yeah, and then you know she puts the, the and that's Tori. That's Tori. She's the one that's like, yeah, dummy. (laughs) It's me, Tori. Couldn't you see my Adam's apple? (laughs) So then 
Yeah, then he gets rejected. Ha ha. <laughs> Andrea uh, goes and kisses that one guy again. Yeah, Andrea. Lots, lots of kisses from Andrea. She's Andrea. She's Sorry. dating, you know, some dude who cares. Like, some they're not guy. doing anything with it. I don't know why they're making such a big deal about it. Every time, every time Andrea's got some sort of love interest, it's like, oh, let's look at him for four seconds. And now he's gone from the episode now. Yeah. No yeah. one cares about her or her love life, apparently. I mean, I know she didn't get a doll, but damn. <laughs> I don't need to dicks. But yeah, so I think that's pretty much it. Steve didn't get a doll either. Steve doesn't deserve a doll. <laughs> Aw, poor Ian Ziering. The dolls, they're, they're what are they? They're Brenda and Brandon, Kelly, Dylan, and, and, Donna. Da- and Donna. No David either. No. No David, no Andrea, no Steve. So weird. I bet if they made those three dolls, they would have sold. I mean, maybe not as much because they're not as pretty. That's got to be insulting. Is it? Is that, you think that's why? Well, because Andrea's got a big Jewish nose. I think I think part of it is that Andrea is just not as big of a member of the cast. I guess, yeah, she's. Yeah. But Ian Ziering and uh, the one who plays David uh, help. Brian Austin, Austin Green. Green. They're pretty substantial members of the cast, yeah. and I think it's because they don't think they're as attractive as the other guys. Well, that's sad. But like, first of all, Steve's got a Steve's got a nice build. Steve has a nice body, but he's got a butter face. I'm sorry, and I really, <laughs> you know how I feel about blondes. So sorry. I, as I've said before, I bet I bet Ian Ziering's like the nicest guy in the probably. world, probably because he's playing this piece of shit character. But Brian Austin Green is not bad looking. He's just younger. Yeah. So. Maybe they felt it would be pedophilia if they made a doll of him. He's one year younger. <laughs> well, and also in reality, he's probably over 18. Yeah. Because so, of child labor laws. I don't know. But yeah, that's all. That's all they did. Three girls, two boys. Three girls for every two boys. Which is sad. Like, who's Donna supposed to be with when you're playing with them? Are you going to play with them? <laughs> that's... that's- that's the thing is that they've set it up so that it's like Donna and Kelly on uh, Dylan or something like that or on Brandon. Yeah, it has to be on Brandon. Yeah, it can't be Brenda. Brenda, Brenda's only option here is Dylan. So if they break up, she's got her (laughs) ex-boyfriend and her brother. Her doll is screwed. Yeah. (laughs) God, Brandon's going to end up with Donna. What if, if, could Brenda go out with Ken or can you not, can, can you not, Cross the world. I want to know exactly the rules of the playscape of your mind. I think she could. I think she could go out with Ken or Alan. Okay. Who the fuck is Alan? (laughs) Ken's best friend. What? He's got red hair. He's Midge's boyfriend. Who's Midge? Barbie's best friend. So Barbie is a best friend named Midge. Who is red-haired, yes. That's And she's also a redhead. Yes, and she has a boyfriend who's Alan who's a redhead. So they're going to have nightmare red-headed kids, okay? They're going to have adorable red-headed kids. Well, well, what kind of red hair do they have? They have that clown red hair? They yes. do, don't they? <laughs> That's not adorable. No, it is. Like, Midge has, like, this really cool wedding dress where it's like... Does it hide her freckles? It's got like a red bodice and like uh-huh. red hearts on the on the skirt. So let me ask you a question. Matches her red hair. 
uh, he's a redhead. So is is Alan Irish or is he just angry and white? <laughs> I think he's Irish. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Well, it's good to know that that doll Brenda has options. She can steal Ken from Barbie. <laughs> yes. Or Alan from Midge. <laughs> the most 1950s name ever. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, Midge. I know. Midge, Midge, Midge reminds me of Peggy Bundy. Is Midge, is Midge Barbie's slutty friend? Like, she'll do stuff with Alan that Barbie wouldn't do with Ken. <laughs> Again, let us into the playscape of your mind. <laughs> I want to know. Maybe. Maybe she'll invite Donna. Oh, wow. Donna won't be lonely anymore. So Midge is, is experimental. Maybe. All right. She'll be dominatrix Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Maybe she can put on a device that will murder uh, Donna if she had <gasps> No! That's a preview for the movie tomorrow. Yeah, we watched um, We watched a thing. Yeah, we watched... We... <laughs> that makes it sound like we watched a snuff film. I don't, I don't. We got a VHS from a guy standing on the corner, and we watched a thing. We watched the movie Seven. Let's be specific. Okay, fine. Spoiler for tomorrow's episode. We don't want to be on FBI's watch list. (laughs) All right. I think that's pretty much it, right? Yes. All right. Well, we are going to get out of here now. Bye. Tell tell the people. Okay, fine. (laughs) Oh, I ruined your perfect goodbye, right? Yeah. That was the perfect goodbye. Bye. It was. Late Fee, 1994, at AOL.com. That's where you can write us. RetroLateFee.com. That's where you can see episodes and and other stuff. And then, you know, you can, like, tell your friends about us and give them Mm -hmm. the tapes and all that good stuff. Stephanie Baker, write into us. Please. Get this beach towel. We want to give it away. Put it over your head and get (gasps) out of that Arizona sun. No. Okay, good. <laughs> what the fuck? Did I you thought, think I was going to come up with another seven style murder? I something bad. <laughs> I would never insult Stephanie, our, our most loyal listener. Our American pie. Second most lo- loyal listener after Scott. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>